Antibody Apparel is clothing that keeps you in mind, keeping safety and health education at the forefront of their design. Antibody Apparel is made with love by a team of creatives and healthcare professionals who believe that conveying knowledge can empower the spirit through style and positivity. Antibody Apparel is all about quality, comfort, and style we can all depend on. So whether you need to be in a virtual meeting in five minutes or the dispensary in 10, throw on some antibody gear and you're good to go. Antibody Apparel is an expression of science through art. Follow them on Instagram at Antibody Apparel or visit them online at antibodyapparel.co. Check it out. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're so happy you're here with us taking a break. I am Sunny D. This is the Pot Smoking Moms. Here I am with my homegirl, Captain Jake. Hello, everybody. This is a podcast about parenting and cannabis. If you're new here, welcome and uh, welcome back if you uh, know us already. If you like us, Please rate, subscribe, share, and be friends with us on all our social medias. You can um, you can talk to us at potsmokingmoms.com. Everything is there. All of our, you know, I know <laughs> we're in a weird situation. We got we no got doors. we're still renovating. No doors. Our studio is still <laughs> under construction. So yeah, <laughs> you may hear the child in the background. Yeah, well, I mean, there are all kinds of noises. Who knows what kind of. <laughs> Uh, Easter eggs we'll be finding on this episode of our podcast. Uh, well, maybe our new fancy mics will cancel a lot of it. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> I already sounded weird as shit at the beginning of the uh, show. So I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Hacking up a lung here too. <laughs> so what do we smoke? Speaking of hacking up lungs, yeah, I know. <laughs> what are we smoking? I don't even know if I'm gonna go for another round here. We're doing our little TikTok smoke sesh. Yeah, doing TikToks and smoking. Oh, uh, so I'm doing a little Paradise Waits. I got here some uh, Space Age cake. Space Age cake. It sounds like an 80s love song. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Bong. Hitting that new fancy bong. No, it's n- nothing like a clean bong. You know, I love me a clean bong. I have a funny story. Um, and I always feel kind of guilty about like finding so many people who smoke weed. <laughs> right. Why do you Relatively feel guilty about that? That's because great. Like, we, always, great we always connect with people online and they're like, man, I wish I had people around me who smoked. Oh, weed. I see. I see. And then mean. I'm like, oh, my, everybody like I find people everywhere <laughs> because people are afraid to be open about it. Yeah. And, and you were open about it. Right. And I feel like I have a new mantra. I feel like like I've always had this thing here in my late thirties of like I'm too old to make new friends. Like it's really hard to keep up with all the friends. Um, so I'm kind of like in real life when people approach me, I'm a little hesitant to like immediately be friends with them because I'm kinda like, okay, <laughs> we're too we're too old to be making new friends, right? 
So I'm all just a little bit kind of skeptic. And then, um, but I have this thing where I'm like, you know, I'm going to be really upfront with my smoking and with my cannabis use. And either you're down and you're into it and you want to be my friend or whatever. You just don't want to speak to me. And that way I weed them out. <laughs> right? And we Pun weed them out. Exactly. <laughs> so this weekend, um, I got this cute little like pool set for my kids to play outside. Because the weekend before, I just felt really miserable. And I'm like, I want to do something fun for the kids. Get them outside. Maybe see if a, a friend can come over. Because it's been so long since they like have fun or play outside with I friends know. yeah it's really kind of at so, least they have each other right right but you know it's also my yeah. oldest is a kind of in a different developmental stage than the little yeah. one the little one is like really advanced for her age because she sees her sister and wants to catch up immediately to everything she's doing mm-hmm. and and imitates her and whatever but the big one you know she wants to play with kids her age too of course so um we had neighbors that I had seen, and they had two little boys, two, and which I found out that over the weekend they're twins. And so I would see them playing, and then, you know, uh, Sloan would be in the patio in the back. She just wants to just communicate. So you could say, you hear her just yelling because she loves hearing her echo in that big backyard. And she's yeah. Like, Hello, neighbor. <laughs> and she's like, okay. That's really loud, but she's like, you know, being friendly and it's kind of funny. And then, you know, I was like, oh, look, those are your neighbor friends. And she's like, I want to play with my neighbor friends. I want to be with my neighbor friends. And I was like, oh, my God. And I had invited one of our neighbors who is has a, a daughter who's like a little older than her, but mm-hmm. they they get along and they play. And I get along with her mom and we, you know, uh, talk and stuff. They're down with my weirdness. <laughs> So then I'd see this lady with her kids and we're setting up and they're setting up with water. So Sloan goes over there and starts talking to the her sons. And I go to her, hey, you know, is it cool if they play? Like I stay home all day with them. You know, I they barely get out, but I feel like we're outside. And, you know, she hasn't seen anybody in a long time. Like I, let, I won't let her play. Yeah, you, know? you want her to socialize. A yeah. Little. So then she feels kind of awkward because she's like, oh, my kids are going to school now. So I feel kind of bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, we're outside. <clears throat> you know, what are we going to do? Like, we'll be cautious. Like, we'll try yeah. to be as cautious as possible. So they're playing and stuff, and um, then I kind of go back because I have the little one, and then I come back around, and I'm like, you know, oh, you know, we're right around here. We see you guys every once in a while. Like, if you want, here's my number. You could text me, whatever. We can. So she's like, oh my god, how do you stay home with them all day? And she was like, because I guess what her her story was is like she tried during the pandemic. They mm-hmm. moved in recently in August. And um, she's like, I, you know, I did it for a while and I had to put them in school. I do my own thing. I have my own business. And although I'm home all day, I just cannot get work done. And, you know, and I completely understand that. Yeah. And think she, about if you had two Sloans. Yeah, I know. I know. And they're and listen, I know I feel like boys are kind of different than girls. Boys are a little more physically exhausting. Girls are a little more mentally exhausting. That's kind <laughs> of how I feel. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I kind of I'm like, oh, my God, that would be really exhausting. I could I understand where she was coming from. And I appreciated her coming to me and going, wow, how I like, I, you know, empathizing with me and going like, wow, how do you do it? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Didn't really say much of anything. And I'm just like, we kind of like, you know, 
um, you know, had a moment there and was like, yeah, well, you know, kind of commiserated or whatever. And, um, and then later on they were playing and I was like, you know, kind of yelling back and forth from across cause they're like right kind of across from us. So then, um, and then the neighbor came over and we were having fun and talking or whatever, being really open to her about the podcast too. Cause we haven't talked in forever and we were kind of like, oh, what well, has been going on? Catching up, whatever. Mm-hmm. Neighbor, neighbors catching up. So then later I text this lady and going, hey, thanks for, you know, letting your kids play with my daughter. Because they were getting along great. And they were, you know, being really cute and whatever, playing. So then I sent her, I go, hey, you know how you asked me how I do it? Uh, being stuck with them all day in the house by myself. Mm-hmm. I sent her our website. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I so. sent her our website and I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'm putting it all out there. So either, you know, she's down or she's, you know, does not going to want to talk to me. And <laughs> and, and you she? know what? And I'm like, I could spare it. If she doesn't want to talk to me, like, oh, well. But if she wants to talk to me, you know, maybe this will be a connection. So she responds a little bit later with, oh, OMG, I am a PSM too. Ah. You see, they're, we're everywhere. Yeah, and I and it was a, the story was like she just moved Your here. Your neighbor from is a PSM, and you don't even know it. Yeah, I know. And um, she had just moved here, and she, you know, I mean, moving from one state to the other. Sorry. Yeah, is like and and in the middle of a pandemic, like it can be really isolating, especially if you don't know anybody. Of course, you know. So. Exactly, and and then now I'm like Miss 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 Advocate over here. Like, oh, let me tell you where you can get your medical card, and, you know. <laughs> but it was like she left a place that just became recreationally legal, oh and I was like, God. "Damn, bro, you just left that?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, Ugh, boo." The timing, and then I'm like, "Well, have no fear, medical is here." <laughs> hey, you know, so I feel like she also kind of had a, a like yes. <laughs> Finally, I can connect with someone. They're right here. You know, we have a lot in common, That's obviously. Awesome. So it's really, really, really cool. I was so glad that has you know hasn't happened in a while. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. See, like if we're a little more open, maybe you'll find more like-minded people. For sure. Yeah, and that's you know what, and honestly. That's what I'm so all about now. That it's like either you're down for it, or what do I need? What you know? Yeah. Who You're supportive or not, that. you know? Yeah. yeah. Who has if time? You can't accept who I am and this is who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody got time for that. We shit. old as fuck. We gotta <laughs> you down or you not. Let's go. Uh, I have nothing exciting to report. Just unpacking and cleaning and pa- unpacking and cleaning again and unpacking. Yeah, yeah I don't envy <laughs> you for a second. But it's coming to a close. It's almost done. I just don't know when the fuck I'm gonna get my doors. That's all I got. Listen, <laughs> I haven't had a bathroom door in my master bedroom since I bought my house. And uh, like, I, and sometimes I really, really, I'm like, fuck, I want the bathroom door. But then I get lazy and I'm like, oh. Yeah. But <clears throat> you're almost there. Almost done. Oh, you're halfway there. Wow. Can you believe we're in March already, though? I know we're not. Where are we? Like almost, we're in the, almost the middle of March. Almost. This is going to be coming out. What the tenth? I don't number. Yes. You know numbers three make ten. me dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about numbers. 
And speaking of speaking numbers, of numbers though, <laughs> the high five. <laughs> Look at all these numbers. 420 Fest, the high five. Yeah. They're all numbers. <laughs> exactly. That's why. That's why I need you for support here. We need to we, It's pot smoking moms, not pot smoking D. <laughs> I need extra backup. 420 Fest. This is a festival we can't shut up about on our podcast. We should probably <laughs> post something about it on our Instagram. We probably should. Yeah, we should. Soon. Probably. Yeah. Soon. I think tickets are go- going up. We fucking missed the boat on the early <laughs> tickets for our fucking audiences. Sure. <laughs> You know, oh. caught up in all the other stuff. Uh, but that's April 24th. If you happen to be in Sarasota or near Sarasota. Come say hi. Come say hi. And just, you know, you know, I don't know. Come, come for hi. some live music, seeing some cool vendors. Yeah, I know. Chill, nice outdoor setting. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of our homies out there, too. Yeah, so a lot of vendors nice. that we are down f- with. Um, also the high five game show. It's a virtual live stream game show. Stoner parents, March March 19th. 19th. I love the name. We had a theme. We had a brainstorm sesh for all of the, we're preparing for the game for the game. So if you're a patron of the, of our show of pot smoking moms, you're going to get dibs on some inside, you know, planning sesh, how we, how we yeah. get together and plan our game show. Exactly. Uh, well, first you also get dibs to become a contestant on the show. Yeah. And we are going to start posting some behind the scenes, like how we brainstorm and come up with some of the ideas for the games and stuff. Yeah. Uh, me, D and Jesse, my yeah. partner. So, so yeah. So uh, this, t- this brainstorm sesh, uh, Jesse came up with the perfect name for our theme and that's St. Fatty's Day theme. Yeah, so it's going to be St. St. Patty's. St. Fatty's. St. Fatty's Day. The high five. Stay tuned. March 19th. Hey, it's got real prizes. Yeah. I have to say, it's got real prizes. And, you know. Lots of laughs. Being, yeah. <laughs> Lots of laughs. This is everybody's favorite We're time. hoping uh, to try to do, oh, uh, all TikTok contestants this possible episode right yeah tiktokers tiktok content creators right and patrons and patrons because they get first dabs first dabs so become a patron of pot smoking moms and you get first dabs on being on a game show and you get all kinds of inside fun behind the scenes fun stuff you guys you know you're waiting for it With the stoniest news of the South, Captain J, take it away. Virginia lawmakers sign off on legalizing recreational marijuana. Lawmakers in Virginia have reached a deal to make the state the 16th in the nation and the first in the South to legalize recreational marijuana use. But the compromise bill is receiving blowback from some legalization advocates who say it falls short of racial justice aims. Lawmakers in both the House and Senate passed the bill in a Saturday legislative session and party lined of a vote of 48 to 43 in the House and 20 to 19 in the Senate. 
The legislation would legalize the use of cannabis by people over the age of 21 starting in 2024 when retail markets would be established. The law would also allow possession of up to an ounce by anyone over 21 and establishes a state agency to oversee regulation of the cannabis markets. Specifics of the regulations were punted until next year when they'll be decided by the legislature. The bill calls for 30% of marijuana tax revenue to go to a fund aimed at communities historically over-policed for marijuana-related crimes. Under the legislation, people under the age of 21 would face a $25 civil penalty and have to undergo treatment. Marijuana legalization had been a priority for Democrats in the state who have cited disparities in how people of color are penalized for possession and use. Lawmakers had already decriminalized possession of smaller amounts last year. Governor Ralph Northam, who announced his intentions to legalize marijuana use late last year, is expected to sign the measure into law. Northam spokeswoman Elena Yarmoxi said Virginia just took a major step towards legalizing marijuana in our commonwealth. But the compromise legislation has drawn criticism from some Democratic lawmakers and advocates who have taken issue with key provisions of the bill, including how the specifics of new commercial and criminal justice regulations will be decided next year. When Democrats may no longer control both chambers of the state legislature, the Washington Post notes. A key point of contention had been the timeline for legalizing possession. Democrats in the Senate had pushed for legalizing possession of small amounts by the summer, the Associated Press reports. House Democrats argued that doing so without regulations in place could prop up black market sales. The Times-Dispatch reports that differences between House and Senate proposals kept the bill in tense negotiations until Saturday, the last working day of the legislative session. The provisions legalized small amounts ahead of 2024 did not end up in the final bill. If we have already made the decision that simple possession should be repealed, we could have done that today and ended the disproportionate fines of communities of color, said Democratic Senator Jennifer McClellan, according to the Associated Press. A number of advocates for legalization have also criticized the bill, saying it would lead to new categories of crime that would fall disproportionately on communities of color. The ACLU of Virginia tweeted, Lawmakers paid lip service to the communities that have suffered decades of harm caused by the racist war on drugs with legislation that falls short of equitable reform and delays justice. Earlier, the ACLU, which signed onto a letter demanding immediate legalization, said the bill is worse than the status quo and urged lawmakers to vote no. Other critics said the bill focuses too much on creating a commercial market and not decreasing racial disparities in punishments or arrests. The advocacy group Marijuana Justice said in a statement, Marijuana Justice is deeply disturbed that racial justice did not prevail as a priority today. Instead, Virginia legislators only voted to create the infrastructure for profit and not equity and legalization. Republican lawmakers who oppose the bill criticize the legislation as being rushed. Senate Minority Leader Tommy Norman said, It is almost beyond my belief that as a result of internal pressures, we're going to pass this legislation that is not remotely ready for prime time. Whew. That's intense. Yeah, they, um... So they're like, oh, we're going to make it legal, but all we care about is the money we're going to make. Um, we're not which putting... is why I'm always like really on at the I feel like 
if you want to have people propose certain bills, you need to make sure you do it right and you and sign the petition for the yeah. bill that you want. Sometimes you say like you want to do whatever it takes and then go back. But I feel like we need to start at a place where we're making it fair as much as possible. And that means getting people out for these marijuana related crimes. These nonviolent these non-violent crimes. Okay. Off topic. And then also. But on topic. These nonviolent marijuana crimes. I was watching 90 Day Fiance stuff while I was doing unpacking because it's like in the background. One of the guys was arrested for like weed and he's been in prison for like a year and a half. One of the people that were on the show. And I was like, here's an, another example of a nonviolent offender. Now he's in prison during a pandemic when he could just be at home quarantine. Yeah, and, and it's I'm just like, so why? silly. It's a waste of resources. At the end of the day, it's a waste of resources. So it needs to start there. And also plants people should have the ability to have plants period yeah. if the and that's legal from, they should be able to grow the plants. yeah because it's all all it is, is is setting up rich people to keep getting richer that's, and it's like you know what let the people have the it's a plan let the people have the plant free the plant jeez yeah so Virginia. the next headline using cannabis won't disqualify people from getting federal jobs anymore that's bullshit headline. This is like a very deceiving headline yeah. when you read the story. A new memo by the government personnel office advises federal agencies to be more open-minded about hiring people who have used weed in the past. In the past. In the past. <laughs> Although the U.S. government continues to prohibit its employees from using medical or adult use cannabis, officials are finally willing to consider hiring someone that has used pot in the past. In the past. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> The 1988 Drug-Free Workplace Act prohibits federal employees from using any form of cannabis, whether on or off duty, regardless of state legality. Many federal agencies and all armed forces even prohibit the use of CBD, which is federally legal. Silly. Prior use of cannabis does not officially disqualify someone from working for the feds, but the stigma against weed has certainly discouraged many employers from offering jobs to former weed users. Kathleen Mc. McGettigan, acting director of the official Office Personnel Management, OPM, for the Biden administration, recently released a memo advising federal agencies that prior pot use should not necessarily disqualify an applicant from employment. The memo does not actually change the government's policy, um, employment policies, but simply suggests that hiring directors could be more open minded about applicants former use of cannabis. She wrote, it would be inconsistent with suitability regulations to implement a policy of finding an individual unfit or unsuitable for federal service solely on the basis of regency of marijuana use. Recency. <laughs> recency of marijuana use. Past marijuana use, including oh recently God. discontinued marijuana use, so should be viewed differently from ongoing marijuana use. Um. As more state laws have changed, federal agencies are increasingly encountering individuals whose knowledge, skills, and abilities may be um, may make them qualified for a position, but whose marijuana use may or may not be of concern when considering the suitability or fitness of the individual for the position. Oh, my God. Uh, so the memo explains, even where an individual has illegally use marijuana without evidence of substantial rehabilitation agencies cannot find an individual unsuitable 
unless officials believe the applicant's former weed use could compromise the integrity of their work. Oh my God. Well, how many fucking layers? <laughs> I, I feel like people get so specific when I feel like we should be able to use like common sense hiring practices just <laughs> generally on a per, on a case by case basis. Why is it got to be so fucking black and white? The White House's executive office of the president is also making a small stride toward employing former cannabis users. The Biden administration will be granting waivers to certain officials who have occasionally used pot in the past. Anyone who receives these waivers must pledge to stop <laughs> using cannabis. No, this is exhausting. This is ridiculous. I must also consent to random drug testing. And for some reason, the waiver requires employees who have used pot recently to work remotely for an unspecified length of time. Like if pot use is contagious. I feel like smashing my head into this (laughs) microphone. It's promising that the government is finally more open. (laughs) That that does not seem more open to me. Being open. More open to hiring individuals. Do you see how misleading that article headline is? I mean, this whole thing sounds like a fucking... But the fact like that this joke. memo actually went out. Yeah, and so specific. <laughs> Go. Oh, my God. I don't even know where I... It's promising. You, uh, it's promising that the government is finally more open to hiring individuals who have used cannabis in the past. But as a whole, the government's <laughs> official drug-free workplace policies remain unchanged. Most federal employees continue to be randomly tested for weed. And anyone who fails this test can be can still be fired from their job. So nothing's really changed. So uh, normal deputy director Paul Armentano said in a statement, the federal government's refusal to remove the cannabis plant from its inappropriate categorization as a schedule one prohibited substance under federal law continues to have ripple effects, placing civil service employees and others in the workplace under undue scrutiny because of their past use of cannabis and imposing disciplinary action for those employees who consume cannabis while off the job in accordance with the laws of their states are among the many negative consequences facing Americans as a result of the federal government's flat earth policy towards cannabis and those who consume it. Yeah, Paul, tell them. So he goes on suspicious lists Marijuana testing. Suspicionless. I don't know. Suspicionless. Marijuana testing in the workplace is not now, nor has it ever been an evidence-based policy. Uh, He continued, rather than these discriminatory practices are a holdover from the zeitgeist of the 1980s war on drugs. But times have changed. Attitudes have changed, and in many places, the marijuana laws have changed. It is time for workplace policies to adapt to this new reality and cease to pu- cease from to punishing employees for activities they engage in during their off hours that pose no workplace safety threat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just think like wow, so that headline deal. is bullshit. The headline read, using cannabis won't disqualify people from getting federal jobs anymore. Uh, yeah, it does. You can't be using cannabis like currently. You're only considering right, people that did it in so the past. Like, and you got to be like, I don't do it now. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so really, if you love smoking weed and you don't smoke weed anymore, <laughs> you could work for the federal government. I just. It's so much back and forth, too. Silly. 
And then what happens when like they federally legalize it or decriminalize it? Then they got to go back and go, all right. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to stop testing for that. Yeah. That's not so bad. <laughs> That's not so bad. Just don't come in here all coked up and stuff, okay? <laughs> hey. Speaking uh, of coked up. If you're local. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're local. Go for it. Me? All right. Okay. So HB 1455, regulation of medical marijuana. This is coming up in the Florida House of Representatives. It will be heard by the committee starting March 9th, filed by Spencer Roach. Of course, Roach. Uh, Caps on cannabis flower at 10%. Yeah, we're (coughs) doing the caps again. And the concentrates at 60%. (sighs) That sucks. And then patients that are minors would only have access to low THC products. And they would revise supply limits. And this would take effect on July 1st, 2021, if passed. And, you know, what's interesting Didn't is... Didn't they say here, too, that you they were going to lower the, um, the time your script is good for? Like the renewal would be in shorter increments? Yeah, I think that's... Oh, the supply limits. Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe. Doesn't say it here. <coughs> But what's interesting is that this is one of um, the uh, there's been a few bills introduced in the Florida House of Representatives, a few in favor of legalization. And this is one of the ones that's actually imposing further regulations and stuff on it. And it's even though this is the most recent one to be filed, it's the first one to come to committee. Going ahead of the legalization bills. So, um, they meet to talk about this on the 9th, you said, right? Yeah, they're going to start on the 9th. Okay, so we need to start reaching out to, if you haven't already, to um, your elected officials to... Our Florida people. Yeah, to uh, if you're in Florida, we are going to put up a few numbers or a place you could find numbers to call and tell them to not... Support to not support the the, the HB fourteen fifty five. No to HB fourteen fifty five. That's what we want. No to HB. No caps, bro. No caps. Yeah, no caps. Just really like the young and say no cap. <laughs> no caps. No cap. <laughs> yeah, they're trying. They just they try to stick their hands again in there, and ugh, it's always a back and forth. Yeah. But they already did this one time and it did not go through and now they're trying to do it again. And it's just, get over it. It's going to be legal Yeah, soon. but they're always going to be trying to mess with it. Yeah. That's why we need to make some moves federally and get it kind of everybody in one on one page at least. Yeah. Okay. So anything else? That's it. This is tonight's show. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you uh, just, you know, giving us your time and attention. Uh, To sponsors, you know who you guys are. Yanni Reyes, Destiny Adams, Lauren Hadsel, Jesse Reyes. 
Christy Rodriguez, April Collins, and our friends, Antibody Apparel. Thank you guys for sponsor, yes. for being sponsors. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And please go to potsmokingmoms.com if you like to sponsor us. If you like... Um, become a patron. Become a patron. Get some behind the scenes extra content. Be a contestant. Be a contestant on our show. Get extra content. Yes. Thank you so much. Extra perks. We sent we sent all of our patrons gifts for Christmas. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Bye. See ya.